Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Fire, Flagler, Bonner, Chachua, and Fire, the five on the floor for Coach Drew. Here we go. Cryer, the inbounder, drops it in to Flagler. Oklahoma State will back off as he brings it up. Flagler into the front court on the way. He lost the handle. Oh, he lost the handle on the ball. It went out of bounds. He was driving the lane. And turnover Bears gives it back to Oklahoma State. And now Brown into the game for Meyer defensively. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Flagler brings it up. Flagler looking to drive again. Kicks right side to Bonner. Steps into a three. It's no good. Loose ball tipped out. Rondell Walker has it up the floor to Thompson, who will dunk it. That's the exclamation point for the Cowboys. Oklahoma State comes in and knocks off top-ranked Baylor. Oklahoma State wins over the Bears in the Farrell Center. Back-to-back home losses by the Bears this week. They fall to the Cowboys 61-54 in the final score. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, couple of minutes after 3 o'clock. 3.02, good afternoon. Welcome into the John Moore Show. Tom Moore foot in for John. Along with Aaron Sexton, we're glad you're with us as we welcome you to a Tuesday afternoon. We got John and Pat and the crew. They are over in Morgantown, West Virginia. And uh, Aaron, we um, <laughs> we had John on the, on the program today. And I was mentioning that we are... At around 37, 38 degrees, headed for about 75 today. <laughs> and he was mentioning the six inches of snow that he was uh, enduring. And I thought, well, you know, that's that's your deal. So I was about to say the, the weather's not quite the same in West Virginia right now. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, the uh, Bears and the West Virginia Mountaineers coming up uh, this afternoon at the bottom of the hour. In fact, uh, 3.30 for the pregame with a 4 o'clock tip-off right here on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. So, and we'll talk uh, more about that game coming up uh, in a few minutes here on the program. So, uh, keep that in mind. Uh, we'll also get into a little. It's something that John didn't do a whole lot, but we're going to for a little bit uh, here today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, news and notes and things, this and that, and whatever else we can come up with as far as the NFL is concerned. Did you? Did you watch the game last night? I did. I watched. Almost the entire game. I didn't watch. Yeah, I mean the very end of it, but it was right. It was over by then. But yeah, no, it was over long well, yeah, before then. Yeah. <laughs> it was over at, in my and I told Ward this this morning on Game Time. By the way, Game Time seven to nine. So award winning program that you can catch every weekday morning with Ward Whites and myself seven to nine right here on ESPN Central Texas. I told Ward, I said the game was over at fourteen to nothing, and it really, really was. And not and, and I don't think that all the time. You know, but I, I just I, I had a sense that Arizona just was overwhelmed with 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 the situation. I felt like, especially their offense, oh. uh, the the and none, it, 
congratulations to Matt Stafford. He played well and got got a big playoff win. Does he get that monkey off his back with that win, or I, does he have to go beat Tampa Bay? I think Greeny this morning said he's got to go beat Tampa Bay. That last night was just last night. I think he's right. I mean, you got to do. More. They gave up a lot to get him. I think you got to beat Tampa Bay and at least make the NFC championship. Tell me what game. position he plays on defense against Tom Brady to help stop Tom Brady. I, I understand that, but you know, Dak got a lot of that same. Has gotten a lot of that same during his career. Now I'm not talking about the last game, obviously, because he did not play well. But there's been twice when they played against Tom Brady, twice when they played against Aaron Rodgers, where where Dak led the team to go-ahead field goals or touchdowns only for those two quarterbacks, you know, with whatever time was left on the clock to lead their team back down the field for a go-ahead field goal. But um, the Rams' defense was just amazing last night. They were. Uh, And I just felt like Arizona, I I felt like the moment was too big. Did you? I mean, did you get that sense? I I, I texted my brother after uh, Kyler Murray threw that pick six. I was like, they look. Hang on, that wasn't a throw. <laughs> that was a desperation lob. Yeah. Underhand toss. Yeah, it, it looked, like he was, toss. looked like he was playing cornhole. I mean, but holy I, smokes. I, yeah, I, I, I texted my brother. I was like, they look, they look like a deer caught in headlights. Yeah. And when he would shake free and get outside the pocket, which he is dangerous when he does that normally, he was throwing balls into the carpet. Straight into the carpet. It was like, what are you? What's going on here? And why didn't he run? Don't know. I, you know, I was. I listened to a little bit of of Colin Coward earlier, and he made that point that he didn't have any runs last night. Well, he had the fewest runs he's had all season in the most important game all season. And I'm like, that's if not his biggest weapon. One of his biggest weapons is his ability to run, and he didn't do it. Well, maybe he and his head coach. Will learn from the the moment, the experience, and and be better for it. Uh, but it, it, I just I had the sense that they were just overwhelmed with the with the situation. And maybe if they would have been at home, uh, because it was loud. It, and it normally, you know, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. But I, I was last night. I, I mean, it, it, they were so stinking loud and so in tune to the game, which is kind of surprising for an LA crowd. I was just fixing to ask you that. Did that, did that surprise you? Absolutely because it did it me. Did. I, I was like, wait a minute, they're in LA and there's actually Rams fans there and they're yeah. making noise. That's incredible. Yeah. It, it, it was maybe surprising. the first time. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, being facetious. I and, and remember that's a five o'clock kickoff out there. Uh, so it was an afternoon. It was a, you know, it's a Monday. It's an afternoon. First Monday night. And I, Monday afternoon, if you will, uh, playoff game. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Cowboys, and uh, we'll also look ahead to the to the uh, game coming up today. I, I, to me, this is a huge game for Scott Drew and the Bears. I mean, is it a make or break the season game? No, but man, oh man, uh, you dropped a couple at home this week. Now you're out on the road. You got to go steal one someplace. Is is West Virginia? Would you consider it probably in the top ten places, toughest places to play on the road? For a lot of reasons. Number one, it's not easy to get there. Ask John about his travel plans. Oh no, we went over it yesterday it's during crazy. the show. I because never of the weather, that. they had to they had to go into Pittsburgh. Right, and even when you don't, you still don't go directly into Morgantown. You still have mm-hmm. about an hour drive. Yeah, it's 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 not an easy get, and. Uh, and it is a tough place to play. Now, I'll be curious to see what it's like this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Uh, 
you know, it'll be five o'clock there, Eastern time, but four o'clock for our time. It, you know, it's it's basically a college basketball triple header. So Baylor and West Virginia drew the early game, and so it's a five o'clock Eastern, four o'clock Central tip time uh, for for television purposes. But yeah, I'll be interested to see uh, what the crowd's like, and it is a tough place to play, and they're going to play defense. You know all that stuff. Uh, and and Baylor has some injuries that they're you know fighting through. How's how's Akinjo going to be today? You know, I, I certainly think he'll play, but how effective will he be with the injury? Uh, so, Han, what's his status? Uh, John kind of thought that maybe you know, without talking to people this morning, we were just chit chatting, and and uh, he said he was still limping around. So that doesn't that doesn't bode well. He's probably not going to be there. So you're going to have to ask some other guys to step up, and and. They're going to have to if you're going to be successful. And and I am trust me, I'm not making excuses if they lose because of the officiating. But it does depend on how the game is called with the way that West Virginia presses, because some crews will let them get away with a lot more contact than other crews. And I've said for years, it's one of the reasons why West Virginia always has good seasons, but they struggle on the road and they struggle in the tournament. It's because when they're at home, they get a lot away with a lot more contact with that full court press than they do on the road and in the tournament. So I think that'll have something to do with it. But I think the most important thing for Baylor is uh, cutting down on turnovers and making shots. Yeah, I mean, you know, first five or six minutes of the game the other the other day Saturday, they just could not get the ball in the hole. It's like cellophane was on top of the rim. One of those, it was just one of those deals. All right, it's 10 minutes after 3, 310. This is the John Moore Show, brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Increasing clouds tonight and breezy conditions as low temperatures fall to 57 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. It's going to be a breezy day as a cold front moves through. 70 degrees the high and much, much cooler on Thursday. Matter of fact, a 20% chance of a rain-snow mix with a high near 40. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center this Wednesday hosting Oklahoma State. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Join Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, all season long here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Keep up with Baylor softball on ESPN Central Texas. 
Northern Tool and Equipment is the store for over 100,000 tools. Here you'll find the right tool for any job with brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Honda, Lincoln, and more. Our annual storage sale is going on now with savings up to 50%. The deals are stacking up on shelving, storage bins, racks, job site boxes, and more. Plus, select truck boxes are 20% off. It's time to put every tool in its place. Visit Northern Tool and Equipment. Quality tools for serious work. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Matthew Stafford got his first playoff win as the Rams beat the Cardinals in the final game of the wild card weekend, 34 to 11. That sets up the divisional round in the NFL this coming Saturday. Cincinnati at Tennessee at 3:30. San Francisco is at Green Bay with a 7:17 kickoff. On Sunday, it's Tampa Bay taking on LA at 2 o'clock, and Buffalo is at Kansas City with a 5:30 kickoff. Dallas Mavericks beat the Thunder last night, 104 to 102. The Mavericks have won nine out of the last. 10 ball games. Gonzaga takes over the top spot in the AP Top 25 this week after back-to-back home losses. The Baylor Bears drop four spots to number five. The Bears are in West Virginia today to take on the Mountaineers, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back in. This is the John Moore Show. Tom Barfield in for John this afternoon. We're glad you're with us. All right, so we, we talked a little bit about Arizona and uh, and the uh, Los Angeles Rams, and I was dead wrong. I, I, I thought that this would be the most interesting game, minus the Cowboy game, obviously. We were all interested in that. But I thought this was the most interesting game of the weekend. I, I, I thought you had two really good quarterbacks, but were very diverse in how they approached the game. And I thought it would be fun to watch. But the, but the Rams, man, they took them to the woodshed right out of the box. Don't feel bad. I felt the exact same way. I thought that would be the best matchup of the weekend. Um, of course, I, always, I also thought that Dallas would handle San Francisco pretty easily. Not a blowout, but I thought it would. See, I didn't. I, I, I thought they would win. I, I, and, and my question on, on the Cowboys is, why would you sus- expect them to do anything they haven't done over the last two months? Minus – Beating a depleted Washington team and, and, a, and a Philadelphia team that, that elected to play their backups, what have they done over the last eight weeks that would make you think this team is ready to go in the playoffs? No, that's a good point. I just, I mean, the, the, 
the key to beating San Francisco is is pretty. I mean, it's 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 easier said than done, I know, but you stop the run game and make Jimmy G beat you, and he'll make mistakes, which he did. But they he made the mistake anyway. But they didn't stop the run they game. Couldn't stop the I run. I bet Tampa does. Yeah. Well, and then go back to the Philadelphia Cowboys, Philadelphia game. The Eagles used their second unit against the Cowboys starters, and minus they, Micah Parsons, and they ran the ball right down their throat. Oh, no, that's a great point. Right down their throat. And so why would why would we think six days would make a difference or eight days or whatever the heck it was would make a difference? And why would we think two months would make a difference? They were very – look, they had – and we talked about this this morning. They had six wins against the NFC East. Against everybody else, they were six and six. For their twelve wins and six losses, that they were average. They were an average football team. They were an overrated offensive line, incredibly overrated offensive line. Yes, uh, they had a running back that was apparently injured with a PCL injury, and even healthy, he's probably about eighty percent of what he was when he came into the league. And, maybe, and, 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 and I'm of the opinion he played because of his pass protect. Uh, abilities. I mean, he is terrific in pass protect. Yeah, I mean, give him credit. There's there was one play. Did you Ooh, see where, where he, he saved his bacon? Yeah, where he was like a bowling ball and took out two mm-hmm. defenders. Yeah, that incredible, incredible play. Right. Dak Dak was not good at all. No. I mean, there was a throw to to Wilson across the middle, wide open. That may have been one of the worst throws I've ever seen made by an NFL quarterback. I mean, it was so far behind Wilson. If he throws him open, it, it's a big time play. But anyway, uh. So, with all that said, Aaron, are you happy with where the Cowboys, how this Cowboys season went? Is Mike McCarthy got this team on the right path? Is this is this where you think this team should have been you missed, with this talent? You must have missed my tirade yesterday during the Mosley show. I'm done. I, and I mean it. I've been a Cowboys fan all my life. And when you see the same thing year after year, they're What's all... What's the common denominator? Jerry Jones. Absolutely. And they will not win as long as he is the general manager and owner. They just won't because he won't have a coach that commands the respect of the locker room, so they'll always be undisciplined. They'll always be the most penalized or one of the most penalized team in the league. Let's blame the officials for that. And that's another thing. Stop it already. You've got the coaches and players blaming the officials for them not playing well. Were there a couple of calls that that were bad? Yes, there are every game. Take that last play out of the equation. And and let's talk about the 14 turnovers. And and. Yes. I mean, 14 penalties. And let's talk rather. about you not getting any sacks and them getting five sacks without having to blitz just their, with just their – And their best player not playing most of the yes, game. Yes, but with Bosa out, they got five sacks and didn't have to blitz. That The, the Dallas Cowboys offensive line is so overrated. It's, they're, it's an old offensive line, and they're just not very good. Michael Irvin, you ever heard of him? Former Cowboy wide receiver? Mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Irvin had a great point. Where were the stars? Where was CeeDee Lamb? One catch. One catch. Where was where was Tony Pollard? Four carries. Where was Ezekiel Elliott? Twelve carries. And Twelve carries for no yards. Thirty-one yards. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I got that stuff memorized. Uh, and, and then your your quarterback had a quarterback rating of sixty-nine. Who who do you expect to beat with with that? And and the defense uh, that first drive, I I almost turned it off after the first drive. They had. Five plays, five straight plays of 10 yards or more on the first drive. Well, I read an article uh, yesterday, I believe it is, that said the Cowboys came out flat. Hang on a second here. Most of those dudes 
have never played in a playoff game. Some of them playing in their first or second, but none of them really experience playoffs. It's at home. It's postseason. And you're flat? Inexcusable if that's the case. Inexcusable if that's the case. Well, and that's another thing about Mike McCarthy. One of the one of the big selling points with him, he's been there. He's won a Super Bowl. He knows how to get, get a team prepared for big games. Did they look prepared? Did they look like they were ready for that game? Absolutely not. Well, and I said that this morning we were talking about it. Look at the mechanics of the sideline of the Green Bay Packers, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, last night, uh, of the Los Angeles Rams. Just look at the – San Francisco. Did they look like there was any confusion, any chaos, any – but but Dallas looked like – I mean, Dallas looked like a fire drill sometimes. It, it, they just are ill-prepared to play the football game. And one of the guys on ESPN Radio, and I cannot remember who it was, had a great point. They said there's a reason McCarthy got ran out of Green Bay. They, they had gotten to where they were close to 500 – with the best quarterback or one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. And immediately after they got rid of him and brought in a first-time head coach in Matt LaFleur, they immediately went back to winning 13, 12, 14 games and going deep in the playoffs. Do they move Mike McCarthy? No. Jerry Jones is too hard-headed. Stephen Jones talking on KRLD-FM, the uh, radio station in Dallas, talked a little bit about the – coaching situation he was asked are you satisfied that he's back next year are you of the belief or are you confident that Mike McCarthy will continue to lead this team next season absolutely very confident there's your answer yep at least today all right 322 stay with us when we come back a preview to the Bears and West Virginia we'll do that next here on the John Morris show for this Tuesday afternoon from ESPN Central Texas your flagship station for Baylor basketball Scott Brew and the Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears hit the road in Big 12 play, headed to Morgantown to take on West Virginia on Tuesday. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 4 p.m. Tuesday for the Bears and the Mountaineers. Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. 324, this is the John Morris Show. As we get you ready for basketball at the bottom of the hour with John Morris and Pat Nunley. Speaking of John, he previews this afternoon's matchup between the Bears and the Mountaineers. From Morgantown, West Virginia, where the now fifth-ranked Baylor Bears take on the West Virginia Mountaineers in Big 12 play this afternoon. Baylor at 15-2 and two on the season, 3-2 and two in Big 12 conference play, trying to bounce back from two losses at home last week. It'll be tough against a West Virginia team that is 13-3, and 2-2 two and two in the Big 12 conference. Coach by Hall of Famer Bob Huggins. Here is Baylor head coach Scott Drew talking about the challenge of taking on the Mountaineers. Well, first and foremost, it's a Big 12 game, so everybody's fired up for every game. If you're not, you got no chance to win. So um, hard-fought games, contested games uh, on the road, uh, uh, not easy. Uh, uh, they gave us 10 or 14 inches snow, whatever it is, trying to make sure we feel at home. So the good thing is in the gym, it's 72 and sunny. We had an unbelievable feeling last year at this time. Hopefully we can do the same this year. All right. What about West Virginia? Uh, they've got some real playmakers. Taz Sherman, their leading scorer. Well, uh, um, they they really uh, uh, got uh, two dynamic guys on the perimeter that can light it up, McNeil and, and Taz Sherman. And uh, um, uh, with the COVID and an extra year people are given, you have a lot of players coming back that uh, – uh, obviously, uh, uh, you plan on being gone, so you have to deal with them another year. And uh, 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 Gabe Osaboyan's another one of them. So uh, that means you, when you get guys that have been in programs for uh, four, five, six years, um, there's not too many things that's going to surprise them. Scott Drew and the Bears take on the West Virginia Mountaineers this afternoon. We're on the air at 3.30, tip-off at 4 here on ESPN Central Texas Television this afternoon on ESPN2. All right, John, thanks so much. Uh, it will be it'll be a fun one. Let's see how it all, uh, all unfolds. And again, we'll uh, keep an eye on, uh, on the uh, point guard, Akinjo, and see uh, – how much he gets to play, how effective he is when he's on the floor. And, Aaron, it's, it's simple. Somebody's going to have to step up and fill those minutes, and somebody's going to have to step up and replace those points if he's not able to go. Is that Flagler? Is that L.J. Cryer? Who is it? And, and, and what about Kendall Brown? In his last five games, he's averaging four and a half a game. Uh, you'd like to see a little more product, productivity from the from that uh, very talented freshman. Yeah, when you talked about people stepping up, that was the first name that popped into my head. If they could get him going again like he was earlier in the season, then I mean, you're not going to completely make up for a Ken Joe if he's out or not 100%, oh, but that helps a lot. Absolutely. And, and you know, Sohan, but don't – boy, they miss Sohan in his length. They they really, really do. And maybe you get you need to get some inside help. Who, know, who knows how this thing goes? But uh, it's coming up in just a couple of minutes. So that is going to do it for us on an abbreviated edition of the John Moore Show. We will do this again or John will do this again uh, tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. Matt Mosley will be back at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And again, we will kick off the day with the game day program at 7 a.m. 
tomorrow morning. All right, uh, have yourself a good afternoon. Enjoy the basketball game. It's the Bears and the West Virginia Mountaineers, and it's right here on your flagship station for Baylor basketball. This is ESPN Central Texas.